somebody walks out of my life, I've never been mad once. Wow. Never once. Business partner falling out, anything. I've never been mad once. I get excited. I manifested being in a commercial with LeBron James and Serena Williams. I can do anything. Mm. I look like this. <laughs> I don't need Neuralink to, to achieve miracles. Yep. I'm human. I'm a miracle machine. Mm. Welcome to the Digital Social Hour. I'm your host, Sean Kelly. I'm here with my co-host, Charlie Cavalier. And our guest today, another Charlie, Charlie Rocket. What's up, Chuck? What's up, Chuck? What up, Sean? Yo, yo. <laughs> SMK, baby. Man, what an intro. Do we need an intro on this, man? I don't think we need an intro on this. We I think could, we could just... We could just do it. I think we do because people think... I don't know. People think all I do is like Instagram and TikTok. Okay. We so might need to Let's educate people. them a little bit. What, yeah. do you, what do you want people to know you for? Hmm. Well, of course, dream making, but I've, I made two changes dream come true. Like it's always been my job to make dreams come true. But Grammy winner, Emmy winner, um, got to help Nike create the biggest Nike commercial of all time, known also in the business world for creating like really core fan bases and movements. I also run a really innovative foundation for the first ones to really usher in the viral era of philanthropy. But did the same thing in the shoe game when I was 16, ushered in the internet version of shoes, helped start kicksonfire.com, uh, ran the clothing line for nicekicks.com, got into the music industry, ushered in the viral era of music uh, with Soldier Boy, got into management, had one of the biggest management companies, helped Nike create the biggest Nike commercial of all time, and now just trying to change lives. Wow, that's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> 35. We got more work to do. You got a lot of work to do still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm rolling up my sleeves. Lot, man, I don't even know where to start. Have you seen his Instagram? I have. It's amazing. I'm jealous of him having the handle Charlie because... It was a manifestation. It was crazy. <laughs> you know, because my name has been parked by somebody with like, you know, two followers. So I see at Charlie and I get, you know, jealous of... Want to know how it happened? Yeah. So this is how powerful our words are. So I, I truly believe... In the word abracadabra. You know what abracadabra oh, yeah. means? Yeah. I don't. As I speak, I create. Mm. It's an Aramic word. So like uh, magic, you would think, um, you know, it's just like funny business. Mm -hmm. But it's actually there's so much magic going on. And our words are spells. That's why they call it spelling. So we have to be careful what we say. We could use it for good or we could use it for bad. And if you ever Google image the word abracadabra, you would think you saw like magic trick mm -hmm. stuff. You don't see anything magic trick. All you see is upside down triangles. Mm. When you Google the word, Google images it right now. All you'll see is upside down triangles. Wow. What is an upside down triangle? It is the symbol for manifestation. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, with that being said, I told my friend Scott, I said, I'm going to run for president one day, and I'm going to run on a first-name basis. It's going to be like Oprah. <laughs> okay? Next day, I get a phone call from Fadia Cater. She works at Instagram. I had just got back on Instagram after a year hiatus when I left the music industry. About a month back, I have about 10,000 followers. I get a phone call from Fadia Cater. 
She says, Charlie, I got a gift for you. I said, what is it? Mm-hmm. She said, I'm just really inspired by what you're doing. Check your DMs, hit accept, change the password, et cetera, et cetera. She sent me the freaking name at Charlie. I called my boy Scott up, who I called. I said, I'm going to run on a first name basis. I said, you won't believe this <laughs> <laughs> they just gave it to me abracadabra like you just say stuff yep. i'll tell y'all what i've been saying all day today the word big big it's the only thing i'm i'm thinking because the the biggest problem i got is i think too small and i'm a big thinker but mm-hmm. i still think too small so like i run a foundation right and i'm I'm like all right like man we're gonna we're gonna raise you know a couple hundred thousand dollars you know and then i'm like what are you doing charlie Money is energy. Like when somebody donates, it's just clicking buttons. Mm-hmm. They can click just another no zero, zero <laughs> and that changes. It, it took uh, half a second more to add the zero. So I was like, man, let's raise a million. Mm. I was like, let's raise a million. Why? Because of Parkinson's law. You feel the container you're given. If I start saying a million, yep. now everything's going to start conspiring for exactly what I'm saying. If I'm saying something negative, the universe is going to conspire to prove my belief system. That's just what happens. Mm. You as a human are going to confirm your belief system all day, every day with your reticular activating system, period. Mm-hmm. You bought a, what kind of car do you have? Tesla. Tesla. You bought the Tesla. You started seeing it everywhere or the color Tesla. Particular activating system is going to show you what you see to prove your belief system. Mm. Right? If I want to raise a million dollars, immediately my mind starts formulating ideas of doing it. We're launching a tour. We're going to throw an event in Palm Springs. Let me call all these rich guys up. Boom. Let me hit, let me hit Sean. Sean. Bro, whale group chat. Where are we at? (laughs) Whale group chat. Who's up? Let's talk to him. But see, my brain goes there mm-hmm. when that's my intention. Mm. We need to raise a million. People need help. People need help. Now, we don't have time to waste. People don't need help during Christmas only. Mm-hmm. People need help now. Let's raise a million. Big. Mm. And watch. It will manifest. Oh, it will. I would well, love y'all's help. I got you. I, I would love to help. I would actually am interested in has this manifestation strategy ever backfired for you? Has it ever gotten you maybe into a situation where you're like, how did I get here? Didn't mean for this to happen. I meant for it to go. Absolutely. But that's where you insert the delusional optimism. Mm. I'm a delusional optimist. Nothing bad can happen to me. It's, it's always redirection is protection. So for example, I manifested being very successful in the music business. I got very successful in the music business. I'm on top of the world, nominated for Grammys, won a Grammy. But then the violence kicks in. I lose two of my artists. I lose Dolph and I lose Bankroll. I'm, bullets are flying. Uh, the, the cops are investigating. The mayor's trying to pass laws. All sorts of stuff is happening at my studio. 150 rounds to the front of the studio. You know, the Sprinter vans, several shot up. Like, I'm like, whoa, what's going on? Like, everything feels like it's crashing down on me. Did I manifest this? But then I get diagnosed with a brain tumor. Damn, it's all crashing down on me. That's where you insert the delusional optimism. Delusional optimism is brain tumor's best thing ever happened. Got me out of the music industry. Allowed me to go chase my dream. Allowed me to help Nike create their biggest campaign. Brain tumor is not a bad thing. What's bad? I'm taking everything as an opportunity. 
So I manifest something, but the second it turns bad is the second it's an opportunity. Mm. You can't, you can't, when somebody's a delusional optimist, nothing bad happens. Can mm. we get a shirt made that says delusionally optimistic? Absolutely. That's perfect. perfect. Fire. Do you believe in karma? I do. I am a walking epitome. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so blessed and happy because all I do is try to do good. Mm. And I just keep getting blessed. Wow. I mean, even the bad stuff's a blessing. <laughs> so it's like, I do believe in karma. Absolutely. It's, it's fun. It makes you play the video game. It, it actually allows you to feel like you have a game controller in your hand mm. and you could play the video game. That's fun. Mm. If this is a simulation of some sort. Which it is. I truly believe. Absolutely. We got to dive into that. Yeah. <laughs> if, if this is a simulation, karma is the controller. Hmm. Okay, what do I want? Let me let me bless somebody. Let's see what happens. That's why I live such a fruitful life. Mm-hmm. I left I left making a whole bunch of money to go do big stuff for other people. I get blessed in a million ways other than just you know financial. Right. So it's it's just fun. But yes, I believe in karma. Keep asking. Come on, baby. I'm I'm loving it. So you believe we're in a simulation and everything is already predetermined? No. Uh. Uh-uh. I believe in the quantum realm, just like when they did the double slit test with mm-hmm. the quantum particles mm-hmm. to determine what quantum physics is. This particle is um, is is a series of possibilities. It's in potential million places, and where you focus is where it manifests. Mm. This is science, not like you know woo woo hippie stuff. Right. So they have an atomic particle, and it's actually a wave. What is a wave? A wave is over there, and a wave is over there. You would think of a piece of matter as in one place, but these atomic particles are like 0.0001% matter. So it's mainly a wave. Waves aren't in one place. A wave is over there, and a wave is over there. It's, it's, it's one wave. If I dropped a rock in a pond, it creates the wave. That wave is everywhere. So... It's a series of possibilities. Mm -hmm. So it's not truly determined. There are determined paths that are already defined. It's up to us to define which path we're about to choose. Mm. And our words, going back to the opening statement about Abracadabra, our words are a, a cheat code in the video game on how to find that little secret door that gets you to the next level. Right. And a lot of people have negative thoughts and release negative words. Mm-hmm. How did you switch your mindset to go from negative to positive? And what advice can you give other people? Started at Starbucks, man. Mm. When they asked your name? or <laughs> So it was a mindset shift. I got tired of losing. So I just decided to start seeing the wins. It was the simplest tweak. It was like a frequency shift. Hmm. I was tired of losing, so I decided to see the wins. I'm ordering the Starbucks. She says, uh, what would you like? I would like a double shot of espresso on, on ice with a splash of almond milk and two raw sugars. I said, she said, that would be $2.47. I said, all that happiness for $2.47? Mm. I'm on a winning streak. Some people need Lamborghinis to be happy. Mm-hmm. Some people need cars or Gucci belts to be happy. 
this little coffee right here is going to make me so happy. I'm on a winning streak. Catch the green light. I'm on a winning streak. <laughs> Catch the red light. This is my favorite song. I get to actually listen to it longer. Mm. Like winning streak. I go to the grocery store. Good parking space. Mm. Winning streak. I just started seeing the wins. But let me ask y'all. Y'all, y'all are in Vegas. You ever been to the casino? Somebody's yeah. losing and somebody's winning. The loser puts off and emits a, a, a more negative energy. Sure. Mm. And it almost is like a repellent mm. against blessings. Mm. The winner is attracting and is like happy. And look at all these people standing around him or her. Fox. The fact is we're all winning yeah. and we're all losing right now. We could go through it. There's probably a whole bunch of shit going on in your life that stresses you out. Shit that goes on in your life. Me, goes on my, we're all losing if that's what we decide to look at. Mm. Or we can see all the things that are going right. Winning streak. I think people don't appreciate the little things as much as they do. Like you're mentioning the Starbucks coffee or the green light, the song comes on that you like. And I think people get too caught up in that million dollar deal, billion dollar deal. They forget about the dollars and cents that maybe went into it ahead of time. You turn a lot of negativity into positivity. But I do feel like in today's social media client, there is a toxic positivity problem where it almost becomes impossible to give constructive criticism on anything. Do you think that positivity can go too far or that there is a room for some negativity sometimes? So this is what I do with negativity. It's also a a form of to speed up manifestation as well. It's just uh, what are the thoughts exactly? So I'll give you an example. I come, I come from the hip hop business Mm -hmm. where like loyalty and teams, it's like a big thing, right? So I come to find out somebody on my team is about to meet with somebody that I don't rock with Mm -hmm. and I get pissed, but it wasn't his fault. He doesn't know how the game is played. I'm like, bro, like it's, it's sides. It's sides. What are you doing? Letting the other side in. Mm. And I'm like going off on him. And that's not even my personality, Mm. but like, I'm like genuinely frustrated, not at him in like a toxic way, but like, I just can't believe this is happening. So we're sitting down at the restaurant and I'm like pissed come to find out he gets a text message the guy who was coming over got in a car wreck he said charlie how the do you manifest whoa because i didn't want him to meet right he didn't get injured or anything he got in a car wreck he said charlie this is terrifying how you manifest but when i get passionate about something i'll get mad i'm very passionate like kanye west passionate Mm. but it always speaks up Mm. i actually love getting frustrated because i know it's going to speed something up when somebody walks out of my life i've never been mad once wow never once like business partner falling out anything i've never been mad once i get excited Mm. because when bad energy gets away from me it opens up the floodgate. It's like a dam was blocking the energy that that person leaves the dam and then the flood comes I'm on the raft. I'm going down the river now. <laughs> boy, we on the river. Yep. We got the, we on the wave. We're on the wave now. Cause the blockage is gone. The cell phone. I was in the elevator. Somebody was blocking the reception. Mm-hmm. The elevator opens up full bars. 
I love when people leave me if yep. they're not meant to be in my life anymore. We were talking about this today, how addition by subtraction is a very real thing. You get the wrong people out of your life and things get better sometimes. Instantly. Instantly. Sometimes. Well, every time. Every time <laughs> if, you, if you expect 60 it. 60% of the time, mm. every time. You get, you get what you expect. Yeah. You also get what you tolerate too. What is your biggest regret in your professional life? Going too small. Thinking too small. What about like a, a an actual like singular tangible decision? So it's like something you can point to. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Like I shouldn't have done that deal or I shouldn't have signed that person or I shouldn't have done that collab. Something like that. Nothing like that. Okay. I'll that's, tell you what That's a pretty was. good batting percentage. In the, in the, in the, no, I'm batting a thousand. There we go. Batting a thousand. <laughs> no. Um, so I always thought too small. Even when I was in the music business, uh, I was still mom and pop minded. I didn't have a bigger vision. What I was doing was big, winning Grammys and world tours and stuff. But I'm like, this, what, what's bigger? And I just played a small game. When I left the music business and I went in and helped Nike shift, I was like, okay, this is big. And then I started a foundation. And then I'm like, okay, feeling like I'm right back in the music industry. I'm doing big stuff. Like we'll get, I've had months, 500 million view months. But to me, that's still small. Like I'm still playing a small game. I'm thinking to myself, like, all right, we'll raise, you know, five, ten million in a year. Man, we should be raising five, ten million in a day. Mm. I'm still thinking too small. More zeros. More zeros, more impact, more dreams, bigger dreams. It doesn't mean like this constant like chase of like dopamine. It just means if I'm gonna live a life, might as well live the most interesting life ever lived. Mm. Might as well. I was given this gift. I'm sure there's a massive waiting list up there in heaven for souls coming here. Yeah. I'm sure it's a massive waiting list. I'm sure souls are like, all right, I want to get back to earth. All right, I'll settle for the squirrel. Let me just get back there. <laughs> but like to get a human body for the soul to come back here, I'm, bro, there's probably like a 400 million year waiting list. It's a 400 trillion to one chance to be born as a human in this universe. It's insane. That sounds like a long waiting list. Yeah. I actually got a chance. I'm a, I'm gonna try my best to to leave a legacy. Right. Not just make money, leave a legacy. Let me ask y'all this: if y'all if y'all can name the most influential humans in the past, let's say like hundred and hundred and fifty years, let's stop. Let's name the top five. Who would y'all say? Influential. Hundred and fifty years. Yeah, hundred years. Hundred years. Just influential. Mm. I was going to go with like Edison or Tesla if you were going to go like 150, oh, 200 nice. years. I'd say Elon Musk. Yeah. Elon Musk. Okay. And so when you say influential, do you mean ability to influence society or the people that have I done mean, the like most? I mean like Martin Luther King influence. Okay. So I was, MLK. Yeah, MLK, MLK. Uh, Gandhi. Gandhi. Um, I think Mother Teresa, Mother Teresa. Pre-social media was very viral. Yeah. Um, and if, yeah. Is Trump on there? I think he is. Um, I'm going to also go with, uh, the NBA players that took basketball international. Okay. 
Um, and that was a big deal for me because sports has always been a very geographically limited thing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, soccer and rugby everywhere in about America. Mm-hmm. America has football, baseball, and basketball. Yep. Um, but basketball going truly international in the 80s and the 90s Speaking was like the of first sport. sports. Mm. Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So Muhammad who, Ali was influential. Ali versus Tyson, who wins? I mean, Ali. He went to Ooh. prison. He went to, I mean, I'm going to always. Well, go. they both went to yeah. Prison. Well, well, I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking. Oh, see, you asked to see my brain didn't even process yeah. a ring. Oh, I meant my brain. You're went, thinking like a jail cell fight. No, my <laughs> no, my brain went. Who wins? I'm thinking of this man. This man would not go to the Vietnam War. My mind went to battle of influence. Right. Uh-huh. So, so I, my brain wasn't even thinking sport at right. that point because I don't even look at Muhammad Ali as only that. Yeah, that's and true. And there's very few athletes that have transcended yep. sport. To actually like stand for something, mm. you know, and I, I, I also like what, you know, like Obama was first black president. Mm. But like when I when I think about it and if I had my order, I would say like, oh, man, I'd say Martin Luther King bias because I'm from Atlanta. Mm. I'd say definitely Gandhi. I say definitely Muhammad Ali. I think Oprah had a massive impact as well. But then I'm starting to think like these are all people who were like. Brown mm. of color. Wow. And I'm like, I'm like, JFK wasn't on the list. I think Tesla or Edison, mm-hmm. you know, that's a little bit different, but it's still, but what I deciphered from it was people, those people, it wasn't really about even the money. It was about fighting for something. That's what is like the last level of the video game. Mm. Like I could be in a room with somebody who is of color today because of this human. I think Jesus was super influential too, but it's like influence. That's obviously not 200 years, but man. I was going to say Jesus doesn't quite make the 100 year cut. No, it doesn't make Some people say he's black. Well, he was was Middle Eastern. I mean, Jesus did not look like us. He wasn't white, white. No, he was not blonde hair, blue eyed. Middle Eastern, for sure. Um, But man, the the reason why I bring all that up it's just because, man, like in the in the choices I made in my life to like leave them making money to go have impact is because I was just I identified like the people who make the biggest impact are the people who fight for other people's lives. Mm. And I was like, that's the last level of the video game. Yep. I was like, I want to go there. If we're talking about regrets, it's like, why didn't I go sooner? Yeah. You left making millions of dollars to live out of your bus and inspire other people's. Absolutely. It's crazy. It's fun. Dude, I have to give a shout out to people from Atlanta because I had no idea you were from, you were from Atlanta. And people from Atlanta are ride or die. Mm. Like they are potentially my favorite people in the world. And there's, there's only two cities in the South I would ever live in. I live in Nashville. Atlanta is okay. the only other one I would ever live in. Mm. But I have to ask a food question. Go for it. The underground. Varsity burgers. Overrated or underrated? Mm. 100% well, well, well this is the thing this is the thing so 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 varsity is not somewhere where you're going to go eat varsity is somewhere you're going to go experience exactly you go to the Georgia Tech game you got to go get the varsity go hang out at GSU yeah you got to go get the varsity burger like you know so i would say the experience is such an atlanta identity you got to do it you know, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna not say overrated, underrated. It's just an amazing experience. Okay. So you're very spiritual. I gotta ask you this question: Do you believe crystals 
actually have a spiritual ability or do you think it's just a marketing tactic by crystal companies i think it does i think it does um if there's if there's one thing i've learned i've learned that if i walk under a ladder and i say it's bad luck it's gonna be bad luck if i walk under a ladder and i say it's good luck it's gonna be good luck mm. If I say a crystal is going to give me the energy I need, I'm right. Okay. And it's not just the crystal. It's us. Now, can the crystal have magical powers? I think it could. Crystals, they're very beautiful. They're the earth. They're, there are energies. You know, I, I the more I've learned about the mystics and the more I learn about the science that's now day new age science is confirming the more they learn about science the more the mystics are being proven right mm. we're still early in this whole science thing mm -hmm. because it's new it, this new quantum physics and all that is proven what the mystics and the yogis were saying and even the the the, the um religions saying thousands of years ago so i'm not going to count it out it probably is but if i say it is I know it is. Mm. What do you so, think happens after death? Mm. I think, I think, man, I think there's a... Other than you join the waiting list to come back. <laughs> I, I, think, I think heaven, yeah. I think heaven is going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. I think it's energy. I actually have a, a, a story, like, like I, I, I know that there's something. Because there was a day, this is an untold story. I don't know if you would mind if I say it or not. But it, it's a 2 chains ghost story of his dad it's crazy so we're in new york at the jaegermeister concert performing i'm doing my manager thing walking around checking out the venue i come into the green room it's about this side and everybody's like show charlie so i walk in the room and two chances hands me his phone he's like charlie what do you see it was like a security cam footage of a grainy man it's like what do you mean what do i see he said look closer he said can you see through him like, can you see, like, the baseboard? Can you see? Was it opaque? I said, it does look opaque. I'm not going to lie. I said, where is this at? He said, this was in my house. The night my son was born, Halo. I'm at the hospital with my wife. My son is being born. My mom and my two daughters are at my house. And the security alarm goes off. Motion detector. Window is open. Says the, it says the window is open. Two James calls. His mom says, window's not open. There's nobody in the house. Like, the, he lives in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Like, literally on a hundred. He owns so much land. Mm -hmm. You can't get to his house. Mm -hmm. You can't. And if somebody came and opened that window, like, it would be impossible. It's gated, all this stuff. So, we believed that it's 2 Chainz's father. Letting wow. him know he came back for his son's birth. Wow. Now, this is a true story. Now, this is the most interesting thing. Interesting thing. Now, I don't know if y'all have ever seen Two Chains' son. He's got a big podcast and everything. He's now like five. When Two Chains' son is like one and a half years old, he's saying things. It's like, like he'll like do push-ups, get him, be like, I need some water. Give me water. I'm like, you're two. <laughs> How, I, like, I look at Chains, be like, that's, that's a grown man. Mm -hmm. And we'll just joke, that's your father. That's that's not your son. That's your dad. Wow. Because the security wow. cam footage, the picture 
of him. And then we handed the phone back to me. He said, did my dad always wear dicky pants with no shirt? I said, yep. Dad have white hair, like gray white hair? Yep. I'm looking at him like, bro, that is your dad. So there is something. Mm. There's something. And I've seen it. I got the proof. Wow. I do believe in ghosts, too. I absolutely do. I, I believe that there are spirits or energies walking around that are not in human form. Yeah. Do you believe in aliens? Oh, mm. of course. Are they? Do you think aliens? <laughs> All right, so Sean, Ariel, and I have been having this conversation for a while. Do you think aliens are wet or dry to the touch? <laughs> dry. They're just like us. Thank you, Charlie, <laughs> my man. They're just like us. So, so, so this is my philosophy. So, one, we definitely have had civilizations here like probably 30, 50,000 years ago mm. because they still can't figure out the pyramid thing and all the other stuff. Right. They can't figure it out. They say that the Great Pyramid of Giza, for example, was, um, you know, two million stones. These stones are big. I mean, bigger than your car, yeah. right? And it's, they would have to lay a stone every two minutes for the entire 15 to 20 years. Now imagine getting your stone from a quarry three... 300 miles away and laying it every two minutes and cutting it and making sure everything it's like bro, that is alien civilization making this we can't figure it out we couldn't do it today if we wanted to they can't build a fountain blue in, in that much time you know what i'm saying yeah. like and we're talking about this but it's, it's so many of them so aliens i believe came here mm crossbreeded with the with the with the apes because this will be a this will be a good you know boom crossbreed developed us and we did our thing wow that's what i think because the the monkeys they didn't they didn't keep going but we did mm -hmm. we keep transforming mm. we keep getting smarter and smarter and smarter i mean day over day we are like a computer mm. where monkeys aren't wow so it's a perfect, I mean, if, uh, you know, we crossbreed all sorts of stuff, mm -hmm. crossbreed plants, crossbreed all sorts of, you know, that they've been around. And this is the next thing. Aliens, people always afraid of them. Why would you be afraid? Why would you be afraid of an alien? I'm going to tell you why. We've been this civilization for about 10,000 years. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we're doing everything we can to destroy this place and destroy each other. Mm. We're not going to make it. If an alien civilization is smart enough to be able to know how to get here, they've been around a very long time, not 10,000 years. And if they've been around a very long time, they understand one thing, love. Mm. They it's understand love. If you understand love, the civilization can last longer than 10,000 years. Think about us and the path we're on. Imagine another 10,000 years of what we're doing. Nuclear bombs, destroy the planet, get scorched. Now we're having a spacesuits on Mars. We're not that smart. If they've been around a long time, long enough to figure out how to, you know, uh, fold space time and get here, not using a rocket ship with fuel that would take, you know, 100,000 years to get here from Andromedon. They actually know how to fold space time. That means they've been around a very long time and they're very smart. And if you've been around a long time, you no love mm. so we shouldn't be afraid of aliens i agree they probably look at us as if we're the kardashians <laughs> and <laughs> this, they're watching us on this like they're like look at these folks man america look at the trump thing like they're looking at us like a reality tv yeah. show and i'm hoping 
they're just waiting for this thing to climax and be like, all right, let's come back and just show them how to how to actually survive. We're the mice in the maze wondering if we're going to find the cheese. Absolutely. So would you take a one-way ticket to space if it meant you were never coming back to Earth? I like Earth. I'm straight. <laughs> Earth's great. I mean, unless, you know, I could fold space-time and go to the other places like Earth. But this place is great. It's a dream. Yeah. Man, the sky's blue. Like what? Like this place, the sky is blue. It's like it could have been orange or like gray or like this blue. Mm. Green and blue and the mountain and the grass and the water. This place is a dream. Nature's beautiful. Yeah. If you got offered immortality, would you take it? Mm. Mm. No. Because I mean, heaven's probably great. Mm. I mean. But you said there's a wait list in heaven to get back to earth. Yeah, but you can come back as like a beetle really fast. Or a squirrel. Or a squirrel. I mean, waiting list for a squirrel is a little bit longer than the beetle. But I do believe in that, like, waiting list. Or I might be like, let me me come back as a tree. Let me just soak up this sun one more time. You wouldn't get bored as a tree? I mean, by that time, I've been through all my shit. I got stepped on as a beetle. You know, I'm like, all right, I've been through enough pain. Human experience is painful. Mm. You know, so the tree just gets the... Ah, let me just go back to that earth one more time and just soak it up. Why do you think kids are so naturally happy? And then as we age, we sort of lose that touch. Man, the imagination. The imagination is what makes somebody happy. Mm. So as a, as a child, like a child can see all sorts of stuff, can have this little game and like make pancakes fake you know, like a little, you know, kitchenette thing, make pancakes. But in his mind, he actually sees the pancake. He's going to like serve it to his mom. Like, like, like he sees the pancake in the little like fake tray. Mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, that's, he just found his own happiness. He didn't need too much to find it. Mm. Like I remember playing with like the little skateboard thing. Yeah, those are lit. Happy, but I'm like imagining so much. So it's like as I get older and I want to reactivate my imagination, I go sit on the floor. It like triggers something. Mm. I like draw. I like lay on my stomach and draw. It brings me right back to like childhood imagination mm. because uh, there was one point we were on the floor. Then we started sitting in chairs. We started sitting at desk. And then it's like uh, happy. It's like all these triggers are associated with not happy, like school, like not happy, but like play happy. Like gym class, happy, desk, not happy. So then there's like an adult, like where am I putting myself in an environment that triggers something that is going to trigger the response? Mm. So when I'm riding my bicycle this morning in um, Lake Mead, I drove 45 minutes to ride my bicycle. Mm. I put, brought it, put it in the back of my car, but it's like I'm happy. I could have been in the gym like an adult in the casino Eh, that's what adults do. Like, I want to ride my bike. I rode my bike as a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm on the bike. I'm happy. Soaking up some actual sun, looking at the beautiful mountain, instead of just walking on the treadmill like an adult. Mm. Name a kid that walks on the treadmill. No, name a kid that rides a bike. A lot. There okay. we go. Yeah. Happy. Kids are happy because they actually do happy mm. As adults, we forget all the things. That's true, dude. Being in the gym is not a happy setting. It's not. <laughs> I mean, like... I'm, I'm that treadmill guy a lot because uh, I don't get outside <laughs> enough. 
And I've been trying to learn from you. You know, you play basketball a lot. You get your cardio in in a more fun way. That's yeah. fun. And, yeah. you know, I see how much fun you have doing cardio. I see how much I hate doing cardio. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm doing something wrong. Sean's doing something right. And it goes back to what you're saying. Go play basketball. Go ride your bike. You know, yeah. go do something fun. Yeah, man. I miss those, that energy as a kid, man, mm-hmm. that he was describing about drawing, about playing with tech decks. I feel like it's hard to get. I think we should build some Legos sometime soon. Legos? Yeah. You might, bro, you might unlock some and you, you just like you it's like when you when i hear you say that yep. i'm like man you might you might come up with some that changes the game mm. I think while you're doing us, it we need to do an escape room escape rooms are great we love doing escape rooms we do and i think i feel like you would be ridiculously good at escape rooms i broke a, <laughs> I broke a record at whatever so there was this gentleman the gentleman who taught me quantum <laughs> physics he had two children geniuses He's like a, a big time quantum. And obviously he teaches his kids that and they're like, you know, 18 and 20. And we go do an escape room together and we're walking in like abracadabra style. Be like, we're going to break the record. We're going to break the record. The record was 40 minutes or mm-hmm. something. That was the record for mm-hmm. the toughest room. Cause we walk in, we're like, give us the toughest mm-hmm. one. And record was 40 minutes. We finished it in 20. <laughs> Whoa. But we believed belief is step one. Like that was our intention, mm. and it's just like collective intention. You can shatter things. Wow. Do you believe in coincidence? What's a coincidence? Like, I don't know. Like, oh, that happened. That's a coincidence, you know. All right. So I'm 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 going to the gas station the other day. I'm listening to Meet Virginia by train. Meet Virginia. I get inside the gas station. And um, the lady's name is Virginia mm. behind the thing. I said, I was just listening to the song. So I go to Hanalei Bay. This is the trippiest thing. I go to Hanalei Bay. I move into my new house in Malibu. So I'm in Hawaii. Then I get back. I move into my new house in Malibu, walking around, meeting the neighbors. Neighbors wearing a Hanalei Bay shirt. I said, this is trippy. Check this out. Kodak Black FaceTimes me. I'm pulling into my, my gate. Kodak Black FaceTimes me. wants to do some giving with us. Four hours later, I'm pulling into my gate, and there's a kid just in the in the in the parking lot, like in the in where the gate is, and he's wearing a sniper gang shirt. That's that's Kodak Black's so like record label. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just talking <laughs> to Kodak. Nobody has sniper gang merch. People have Taylor Swift merch and Kanye West merch. Nobody has. And and I live in an old folk, like number old people live where I live, and there's a 16 year old kid wearing a sniper gang. I'm like. <laughs> I don't think it's coincidences. Mm. I think it's the Easter eggs in the simulation that are saying you're on the right path. Mm-hmm. Or this is all one big program and and the information in order for it to flow efficiently, mm. the information needs to be clumped together. So when they say it's a small world, it's like AI like sorting data. Mm. So it's like these like things like collapse and you see them because it's so much computer process going on to run this entire universe. Cause you got to think this universe, you know how you type in the little thing into that uh, AI image mm-hmm. and it just creates whatever. Yeah. What if this whole universe was made by something like that? It'd be like, Ooh, we feel like making a beetle that looks like this mm-hmm. or a flower that <laughs> looks like this. And then this thing's just spitting out all these images and that's the universe, but it's actually not a flat image. It's actually like, it's just a prompt real and- like mm-hmm. how we're able to print meat now, That's you know, like we're able to make shit or 3D print a shoe. Like what if this computer program was able to make us and we are in that video game? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it's that much data, then things get clumped together to process quickly. Mm. 
Or it could be a little Easter egg. You're on the right path. Kodak Black is exactly who you're supposed to work with in the foundation. Mm. Do plenty of dreams with Kodak Black. Wow. Would you get Neuralink? Uh, nah. I like, I like, <laughs> I like the way I'm designed. But what if it would help? Because you like you like processing the flow of information, managing, you know. I manifested being in a commercial with LeBron James and Serena Williams. I can do anything. Mm. I look like this. <laughs> I don't need Neuralink to to achieve miracles. Yep. I'm human. I'm a miracle machine. Mm. I, what do I want to manifest? It will call me. I wanted to work with Oprah. Boom, work with Oprah. Wow. I want to manifest anything. I want to be in a commercial with LeBron James and Serena Williams. Biggest Super Bowl commercial. I am human. That is not a, 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 a um, that is not a, a, a downgrade. That is like the most advanced species in the history of species. I got every tool I need. I don't need a crystal. If I want a crystal, I can have one. I don't need it. I'm the miracle generator. I attract miracles. I got all the technology I need. So what tools would you say exist in your life external to your existence help you the most? My notebook and my magic wand. It's called mm. a pen. You keep you keep a you keep notes on everything. I just I just I just write my future. I create it. I create. I see it. When I close my eyes, I see all those possibilities that exist. And if I see it, I then go into action through this like 3D world, which is very frustrating because I'm sure if we were just like in heaven, like everything's a possibility, but we have to go through this process of playing this video game. So it's like, okay, I see it. That means it's already done. Time hasn't caught up yet, but let me speed this thing up. Let me start feeling what it feels like to have it. And then boom, magical phone call just happened. Mm. Oh, like it's happened. This a video game. Part of the video game is that. So. I don't need no technology. I need a notebook and a pen. I love it. Charlie, it's been a blast. I could keep going all day with you, man. It was it was a pleasure. Any closing comments for the audience? Closing co closing comments for the audience. Let's raise some money. Let's do it. How are we going to do it? Whale chat. Whale chat? Yeah. How are we going to do it, though? We're going to draft a message. We'll send it today. We're going to raise what? You take crypto? Absolutely, I got it right here. I copy and paste that bad boy right now. <laughs> I'm just oh right. You don't. Have, you got to. You got to get the Charlie.eth name. You should own that. Mm. Hey man, that's great. Look, a billionaire just texted me. Wow. Jeff Hoffman, the dude. Like I swear to God, this is how it works. Literally, it's three hundred one. It's this three twelve right now. He started um, Priceline.com and sold it. Mm -hmm. Jeff Hoffman. You should have him on the podcast. Beast. I will. He said, I'm, I'm gonna. See, he just texted me. He's going to be at VCon. Look, wow. look, the blessings are coming in. We got the whale chat, yep. winning streak. We got a billionaire in my text message, winning streak. You just had 13 oh. people donating 100 grand each. That's easy. That's easy. Now, let me ask you about the whale chat. How much money was made in the whale chat this week? This week? With the meme coins. With the meme coins? And lost. Not, not, not just made, but made, made and lost. Made and lost. Not the fishtails. Made and lost millions. Millions in yeah. the whale chat. Yeah, because there's 600 people in there. God, so. Yeah. Congratulations to them. To them, yeah. Goodness great, and you. Congratulations. I didn't make millions, but I, I love being able to facilitate that. That's Feels big. Good. You're changing lives. Yeah, just like you. Come on, baby. And Chuck. I, I will Sean. Be, uh, a pleasure, man. This I'm going to see you speak at VCon in a couple of days. I'm going to be front row. 
All right, now. I, I want to see some bombs dropped from you. There we go. We're going to get everyone to come watch. Let's go, baby. All right. Digital Social Hour. See you next time.